I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Have you ever watched an apocalyptic sci-fi movie and wondered, could any of this really happen? I'm Carrie Bechet, and on Hypothetical, we explore what-if questions two ways, through speculative science fiction and through insight from the world's most brilliant scientists. And spoiler alert, your favorite sci-fi movies aren't nearly as far-fetched as you may think. Time travel with me into our possible futures on Hypothetical. New episodes every Tuesday available on all podcast apps. That's Hypothetical, H-Y-P-E-R-T-H-E-T-I-C-A-L. Get you. We make good food and cocktails too. I'm here for you to make it cute. Yeah, make it cute. Oh, me and you. Hi, welcome back to another episode of Make It Cute. I'm so happy that you're back with me. And I was really looking forward to this episode. I still am. But honestly, I think that I should change my theme song to It Was Miles All Along. If you know, you know. Listen, if anyone else is obsessed with WandaVision the way I am, please let me know. I need people to discuss it with. But anyways, um, that song's kind of stuck in my head. But on a more serious note, I'm so excited to be doing this episode because this is an episode that's all about me for better or worse. And, you know, there's not many things in life that I love, but I do love myself. Um, I love my birthday because it is the one day a year that I can be completely self-involved and self-absorbed and no one can tell me that I'm wrong. And everyone has to compliment me and everyone has to be nice to me because it was just the day that I was born. It's National Miles Day, February 25th. Make it a holiday. I know that this is the 26th that you'll be listening to this on but, you know, the love was really real today. I had no idea how many people were going to show up and how many people weren't going to show up. You're on my list, but how many people were going to show up and just wish me a happy birthday, send me good wishes, good vibes, gifts, whatever the case may be. It was a really good day, despite 
starting the day by working and ending the day by working because I'm in my busy season at work. That wasn't the best part of the day, but we live and we learn. I would say the silver lining is I got to still have that flexibility that whenever people wanted to send me things that I'm actually around to receive it and enjoy it. My family sent me this beautiful edible arrangement with cheesecake and brownies and all these things that are going to make my waistline just completely expand. But I think it's worth it in the end. But again, my birthday. So many of you showed up and I'm so thankful for all of the wishes that I received and well wishes. I'm still trying to, I think I got through all my text messages, but Um, There are hundreds of comments on my TikTok that I will not be able to reply to, and I love all of you dearly, and I would love to reply to every single one of those, but, you know, we know what the vibes are. But I think this episode is really fun and really interesting because usually whenever I'm doing an episode, I have a little bit of source material in front of me, like maybe I'm consulting an article or maybe I'm consulting like an outline that I'll write, but this episode, I wanted to keep it kind of like natural and organic and really unplanned and authentic and vulnerable. This is going to be a kind of like homage, homage, whatever the word is, to me being another year on this earth and for milestones that I've hit and for amazing things that I've been able to do and just my life in general. This is kind of like my introducing me episode. I know that you know a lot about me from my other episodes, but I don't think there's ever been a completely me-centric episode. And I feel like that's well overdue. I feel like you've been listening for however many episodes and you really don't know the true Miles and you don't know the true me. So I wanted to do a 24 fun fact episode about myself. And of course, the cocktail and the recipe will be inspired by myself because... This episode is all about me. Fact number one. The first fact that I would like to tell, and there's an associated story behind this, is when I was a child, I was devastatedly afraid of window shutters, um, like the outdoor ones, the decorative ones. So what happened is when I was growing up, we had this house on a hill and Our house was a ranch style home. So there was like this one entrance that we never, never used because it was like these concrete steps that led to upstairs. And then there was the downstairs entrance, like where we would either enter through the garage or enter through a downstairs door, whatever the case may be. When I was younger, um, also this property, it had like quite a bit yard, like it had a big yard going all the way down to the street. And like I said, our house was on a hill. So you know, you had all that yard going down there. You had side yard, you had a backyard as well. So there was plenty of yard space. And I think that part is going to be kind of important for this story. But what happened is I was very young and I was playing with these shutters. And I guess I just didn't realize that there was a hornet's nest in one of them. So the hornets come out and attack me. I run down the concrete stairs. I don't fall somehow. I, I'm channeling like my inner like Buffy the Vampire Slayer or like my inner like Hawkeye. I'm trying to think of like agile people who like don't fall a lot. Um, and I run down the concrete stairs. They're still chasing me. They're biting me. 
I run around my house like twice screaming. Um, and the, we had a patio and I run past the patio screaming. Everyone's like, what's wrong? I don't stop because they are still biting me. They're still attacking me. So I keep running around the house. I do about two laps around the house before I finally stop and realize that they're off of me. And I have these big, massive welts on my little head um, all over from the hornet bites. And that was traumatizing. So that is fact number one, that I used to be utterly afraid of those winter coverings after that. Fact number two, and also these facts are going to be kind of like maybe like a short fact, a long fact, a short fact, a long fact. I'm not really structuring this in any type of way, but not every fact is going to have like a completely long-winded story behind it. And I think that's how it should be. I think, you know, some facts really do deserve the explanation and some just don't. Some just can be. And this next fact is one that can be. And it is the fact that my favorite color is black if I'm like dressing myself or using clothes. Um, but my true favorite color, and it's more like a series of colors, it's like a color palette, is sunset. I think sunset is really beautiful. It has a series of oranges and pinks and purples and yellows and reds. I, I just think it's gorgeous. So, um, the color of like a nice summer sunset. Um, especially like, actually I said that I wasn't going to go into a story, but this story is like, you know, short. I went to school in Erie for a couple years. Um, I went to Penn state, uh, for those of you who don't know, and I went to a branch campus to start because I was just not ready to begin my college career in a really big school. Um, so I opted to go to a branch for a couple of years. It was a great decision. I met some really amazing people who are also really close to me in my life still. So I have no regrets about that. But um, when I was at my branch, there were just the most beautiful sunsets in Erie. I don't know what it was about it. Maybe it was the lake or something. But the sunsets in Erie were just, they were unreal. Um, there was just something so special about it. I can't put my finger on it. And that's kind of like whenever I think of the color palette of sunset, that's one sunset that comes to mind. I remember just always being out on the lake and watching the sunset and seeing the sun go beneath the trees through the marsh and at the beach and just, uh, I'm sorry, I'm getting so mushy and emotional, but, um, yeah, there's something very special about the sunset for me. On to fact number three. Fact number three is that I've actually performed with Barry Manilow on stage. I was in a choir for one of his shows on his last tour. I'm not going to explain that. I feel like I just want to leave that like out there for everyone. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm not trying to tell a story behind every single fact. Fact number four is I love, love, love sushi. Um, sushi is probably one of my favorite foods. A lot of times whenever I go live on TikTok, people ask me a lot of the same question and I'm more than happy to answer it because they may have never been on my live or they're just trying to keep conversation going. And I appreciate that because when you're in a live and nobody's talking and nobody's like interacting, it's no fun, not for the creator nor for their participants in the room either. So a lot of times I get like, what's your favorite color? What's my zodiac sign? Which 
you know, if my, I have a February 25th birthday, I'm a Pisces. That is not a fun fact. You all should know this by now. But um, one question that I'm superly commonly asked is what's my favorite food? Because I do run like partially a food page. My page is kind of like a little bit of everything, but um, food is incorporated in that. And sushi is definitely one of my favorite foods. I wish I could teach you how to make sushi and sushi is not on the menu for today's episode, but um, it is on my personal menu to celebrate my birthday. So I'm very excited for that. I love a good sushi. Now we're going onwards and upwards. And on to fact number five, I want to say, there's a lot of facts in this episode. We are not even halfway there. But fact number five is my favorite season is autumn. I love it so much. I think it is just such a wonderful season. And I think that's kind of like for the vibes that I talk about. Like I had, I started this podcast actually in the fall. So um, there's a lot of fall centric things that have happened on this podcast. And I'm excited to see like where I land whenever it hits its year anniversary, like of all the different types of episodes we talk about and all the different types of series and topics and guests and whatnot, all the craziness that will ensue by the time we get to September again. But um, one of my favorite seasons, again, is autumn, but another one of my favorite seasons is actually summer. Um, I love winter for the holiday season, but then I kind of get over like it being cold all the time. And then spring, spring is hit or miss with me. Like it's nice that it's getting warmer, but then my allergies act up and I don't know, like I took enough Claritin and um, Zyrtec as a kid to you know, just kind of not even want to deal with it anymore. So personal preference. But like I said, I also really do like summer and summer is actually kind of what inspired today's cocktail. One flavor that I really love um, in like cordials or liqueurs is like a watermelon liqueur. I've made quite a few drinks on this podcast using like some type of like watermelon flavoring. And you know what? Sit back because you're getting another one. Um, that's all I got to say. You're going to get another one and you're going to like it. Um, that's my advice to you. It's just, you know, go with the flow, roll with the punches, um, and all of that fun jazz. But the reason why this is summer inspired is because this is something that I would love to just like sit by the pool and like just really relax. And it's also very low in calories. So you can kind of just nurse it and sip on it. It's not very strong. It's actually like very like it's not a mocktail. It has alcohol in it, but it's like really good. Okay. Let me just tell you about this before I like keep going insane. So what you're going to do is I have never heard, and I'm sure it exists, but I've never purchased like a watermelon soda. And that's kind of where I got the inspiration from this. One night I was just messing around and I had some club soda and then I had some watermelon and I was like, okay, you know what, let me mix it, see how this goes. And I got like this boozy watermelon soda. I'm being hydrated from the club soda. I'm being fulfilled taste wise. And that's why this drink is perfect. So what you're going to do is we're going to take two ounces of watermelon schnapps, cordial, pucker, whatever you have your hands on. We're going to add that to a glass with ice and then we're going to fill that with some club soda and then we're going to add in just like about half ounce of lime juice. This is super simple, I know, but it is so delicious and like honestly, there's nothing I've ever really had that's like it. Honestly, I would throw like a little Jolly Rancher action in there. 
make it like extra sweet and extra special. But if you want to keep the calories low, then just do that. You don't have much going into it, which is great. But you know me, I love to keep it simple. I love to keep it sweet and that's your cocktail. So, you know, just to repeat, we got a little bit of watermelon schnapps, pucker or cordial, some club soda and some lime juice. I just think it's so perfect. It's just everything I want in a cocktail and it should be everything that you want as well. So we're going to kind of rapid fire some of these guys, um, some of these fun facts because we have a lot to get through. So fun fact number six, I used to be a Starbucks barista and I was a barista for over two years and I loved it. I was a barista in high school and that was one of my favorite jobs that I've ever had, if I'm being completely honest. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Do you like science fiction? I'm Carrie Bechet, and if you loved movies like Arrival or Interstellar, then you're going to want to check out my podcast, Hypothetical. On Hypothetical, we tell speculative sci-fi stories interwoven with real science. New episodes every Tuesday, available wherever you get podcasts. Um, so yeah, that's fun fact number six. Fun fact number seven is if you listen to the last episode's with Kelly, you'll understand this. I am obsessed with Target, and I know that's not a super fun fact, but I just felt the need to include it because I am a, I don't even know what they call, like, tar, tar, targeting, target chins, targetinos, target cans. I, I don't know what they call the tar, people of Target, um, but I am one of those, uh, very much so. Um, I feel like I skipped one, but I'm going to go fun fact number eight. My favorite drink actually is water. I have, here's a fun fact. You know what? I'm going to combine this eight and nine. My favorite drink is water. And that is why fun fact number nine, I have two Brita filters in my fridge. Um, so I had a friend stay with me last weekend and he was curious to why I had two Brita filters and it is because I drink so much water that I go through one of my Brita filters, like, you know, maybe by halfway in the day, three quarters of the way of the day. And then I need a second one that has cold water available to me. So I love water. I'm a fiend for water. And that is why I have two Brita filters. Um, so yeah, I know these fun facts are like not super juicy and maybe we'll get into some juicy fun facts. We'll see, but let's talk fun fact number 10. 
And fun fact number 10 is that when I had my sweet 16, we got these personalized candy bars and it had like the date on it and like a very cute picture of me and like Miles is sweet 16. Um, according to the candy bar, the sweet 16 has never happened. Not yet. Um, we're hoping for it to happen soon. Maybe, maybe not. Um, so I turned 16, I think in 2013. That sounds right. Something about that speaks to my soul. And somehow there was a mistype when we were uh, writing the personalization for the candy bars. And according to the candy bars, my sweet 16 happened in 2103. So I will see you at my sweet 16 in about 80 years, give or take. So that's another fun fact. Um, I really should be like keeping track of this better. And I'm going to make sure you get 24 at the end, but uh, let's go on the fun fact 11, at least 24. How about that? And you may get some bonus ones because of me like counting absolutely terribly. Fun fact 11. Um, so according to my design quiz results, I am very into modern farmhouse, but also I'm not. And then I'm also in the coastal, which I guess that's the Pisces in me. And then I'm also in the modern. So those are kind of like my design styles. So if you ever have any recommendations or you see something on social media that you think I would enjoy, please tag me in it because I'm more than happy to check it out. Only because like you tag me in it and I'm just grateful for you, listener you. But um, at the same time, I do love like kind of like that modern, like modern farmhouse. I feel like sometimes we take it to extremes. Like I'm not talking about like Radon or I'm not talking about like Joanna Gaines, even though I absolutely love her and adore her. Um, I'm talking more so about like kind of like actual farm elements, but in a classy way. I love me a good barn door though. That is the one thing that I will say people do right. Fun fact number 12. I feel like we just did 12. Fun fact number 13. How about that? Um, fun fact number 13 is that I love Ina Garten. And for a while on Instagram, my bio said, casually waiting to be invited to one of Ina Garten's dinner parties. And I love her so much that I ended up going to her pandemic book launch um, of her new book and I ended up getting a signed copy and that is probably one of my most prized possessions uh so yeah that is the next fun fact um I I'm just kind of laughing to myself because like I don't know what 24 year old newly 24 year old male is like yes my Ina Garten signed cookbook is one of my most prized possessions like I sound like literally like a suburban mom um, funny thing is I just got a cricket machine and I love it. I personalized a water bottle thus far and I've not had time to personalize anything else because I was working with them for a brand deal, um, which was really fun. And they sent me this big box of goodies. And one thing I actually feel like, you know, I, I don't know if I would consider myself an influencer. Like, you know, I have a decent amount of following. Like I have a hundred and like 6,000 on one, uh, on one account. And then I have like almost 150,000 on another account. Um, but one thing I feel like we're not super transparent about is like brand deals and like all that. So maybe I'll do like a YouTube or a podcast episode about like brand deals and all that and kind of like being like a micro influencer and whatever, but yes, did that deal with Cricket. And, um, 
yeah i don't know i feel like i'm literally like a suburban mom at heart and just trapped in like a 24 24 year old's body um <laughs> regardless let's move on the fun fact uh 14 i y'all just bear with me and my horrible short-term memory when it comes to like what number i most recently said um but we're gonna say 14 whenever i get stressed out um there's a couple things that happen and i feel like this is a fun fact because i don't know if anyone can relate i either shut down like completely and i just can't focus and i need to like take some time to step away um sometimes i cry um you know, that song, I know, caught up in the middle, I cry, just a little, when I think of letting go, sorry, uh, I got caught up, this is not my karaoke time for y'all, even though, you know, that was beautiful, I should get a record deal, Um, but one thing that I really like to do is stress bake, and I always kind of have like a routine whenever I stress bake, I throw on some Chopin, Um, I love Chopin, I think, He's one of my favorite composers. Uh, Tchaikovsky's up there. Haydn is also up there. But I love some good Chopin, especially whenever I'm stress baking. There's nothing like it. He's great. If you were still alive, I would probably want to like go to a concert of yours or something. So, you know, <laughs> regardless. But uh, stress baking the Chopin, that is one of my coping ne- mechanisms. And it is one that I have developed in probably the past couple of years. But it is one that is very effective. So you know, I really like to give advice and if I can give one little tidbit of advice is to stress bake your stress away and then stress eat your stress away. And I feel like there's a common theme. Am I stressed out? Maybe just a little bit, but on to fun fact number 15, which is I really like sandwiches. I know that's such a weird fun fact, but also I wanted to use it as a pivot point to talk about this episode's recipe. Evidently, if you haven't been able to guess, this episode's recipe is a sandwich, but not just any sandwich. It's a sandwich that, one, brings some nostalgia, two, has been upgraded many ways, many ways over the years, and three, is something that I've been feeling really nostalgic about, and I've probably eaten like two of these this week. Definitely not a sandwich to eat every day, I promise, but um, I did want to share this recipe. So we're going to be making a grilled cheese Um, It's going to have multiple different types of cheeses. It's going to be delicious. And I think it's like just something that's like, I don't know. When you do a grilled cheese right, it's just very special. So you're going to need some white bread. This is non-negotiable. I just like white bread. I think it's perfect. The perfect vessel for it. And you're going to need some cheese. You can use whatever type of cheese you want. I'm using some shredded uh, mozzarella or as the people in New Jersey say, mozzarella. Um, That was so scary. I don't know what voice just came out of me, but um, yeah, I was going for Italian New Jersey grandma, and I'm pretty sure demon is what that was, but I'm so sorry if I terrified anyone. I terrified myself, so don't know if that's any consolation, Um, but you're going to need some mozzarella. I'm going to use uh, shredded, and then also I'm going to use some cream cheese because we love a nice, cheesy, creamy cheese grilled cheese tape moment and then i'm gonna use my favorite cheese i always have this cheese in my house because i like snacking on it um i get in slices from you know wegmans and it is munster cheese it is 
beautiful to melt. It is just kind of sharp enough that like when you eat it raw, raw, that sounds so weird. When you eat it just like regular sliced, like it is so good. But even when it's like cooked and like melted, it's even better. It's such a stretchy, pulley cheese. And this is a stringy grilled cheese. Let's talk about the butter versus mayo debate. I can't make a grilled cheese and not talk about this. I like using butter only because I like whenever you cook the grilled cheese, the longer you cook it, the more caramelized the milk solids become. And we talk about brown butter and milk solids a lot on this podcast. A lot more than, you know, there's not many instances I thought it would occur, but it occurs in much more instances than I think. But as you cook this grilled cheese and butter, it's just... It's all melty and just delicious. But um, my tip to cooking the perfect grilled cheese is not starting it on the pan, finish it in the pan. And that's how you're going to get that perfect color. But what you're going to do is you're going to start by putting your cream cheese on. I use whipped cream cheese. You're going to just spread in a thin layer, season with whatever you want. Um, Honestly, like this is your grilled cheese. I like doing a little bit of kosher salt, a little bit of pepper, a little bit of garlic powder and a little bit of nutmeg to almost get like a bechamel vibe going on. So that's my preference. Use whatever you want. And then I like topping that side with mozzarella. Then I'll take like two slices of Munster, other slices of bread, put it on top. Open face. I'm going to put it on a baking sheet and then I'm going to broil it for like five minutes. Five minutes is really aggressive. I'm going to broil it for like two minutes just until the cheese is melted pretty much. Um, because when you do this, then you don't have to worry about a cold interior or burning your bread before like the grilled cheese is done. While that's happening, you're going to melt down some butter and you're going to get it until it's nice and foamy. This process is going to work really quickly going from here on out. You're going to put together the two slices of melted cheese bread and put one side down into your butter. Cook for like a minute while pressing down. You're going to get a beautiful crust that way. Add more butter. Flip it and then press down again, and then slice. And then when you slice it, you need to press it together a little bit. I'm not writing this in the recipe description, but like this is just like to get the perfect cheese pool. I saw this on, I forgot who did it, um, but there was this girl, I think her name might have been Jen. Um, she was on Tastemade on Snapchat like years ago, back whenever Snapchat Tastemade was really good. No shade, no tea. Um, I just don't interact with anything on Snapchat anymore. Um, but the tip is to cut your grilled cheese, but then press it back together. So then the cheese almost has time to reattach and then do your cheese pool. You'll get the best cheese pool ever. But yeah, that's a grilled cheese recipe. It's so good. Um, you get a little bit of sweet from the nutmeg, a little bit of heat from the garlic. You get just the sweet from the cream cheese, the tangy from the Munster, like, you just have so much going on, and you can use whatever type of cheese you want, but I think that's my perfect grilled cheese. So, back to the fun facts, and we are going to spit these out rapid fire, and we have eight more fun facts. Um, so, let's do this. Fun fact number 16 is my favorite animal is pandas, and I used to watch this TikTok account that had pandas all over it. I loved it. I don't know what happened to it. I think I unfollowed it because it was just, like, overwhelming my following page. Um, fun fact 17, um, Paris is my favorite place that I've traveled to besides Colombia. 
Colombia and Paris. I know they're very polar, but those are my two favorite places that I've traveled to. Fun fact number 18 is if you knew me in high school, you knew this because this was like one of my only personality traits, but I played cello. Um, I learned how to play cello from third grade on and I was second chair in my symphonic orchestra. Fun fact number 19 is just like most Gen Z millennial cusps, I've had a lot of phones and I used to have a phone graveyard. But the phone I'm currently on, I think, is maybe my 17th phone in my life, um, which, you know, that's a lot. I think I was up to 11 by the time I turned 15, though. So, you know, it hasn't been that many in the past couple of years, considering I'm almost 10 years older than that now. Whoa. That just occurred to me that I turned 14, like, in high school, or I, I turned 14 getting ready to go to high school 10 years ago. That is amazing and terrifying. I'm getting old. Um, regardless, um, fact number 20. Sorry, I'm just still thinking about how crazy it is that I'm getting so old. <laughs> um, fact number 20 is that I used to share a studio apartment with a roommate on the Upper East Side um, the summer that I interned in New York City, and I loved it, but it was super expensive. I know that's not really a fun fact, but honestly, I think it is kind of a fun fact because I live alone, and I pride myself on living alone, and I don't know how, I don't think people could really see me ever, like, living in a direct room with a roommate, per se. Um, fun fact 21 is I used to be in an acapella group in college. Um, it was great. I didn't have that many solos, but you know, your boy snagged a couple. That's probably my personality more than anything else. And fun fact 21 is that I used to have this kind of like running tradition with myself of every year trying to outdo my birthday and just like try and like one up myself and just make it more spectacular and fabulous and fantastic. 25, don't worry. I'm going to do something special for you because that's my golden year. But, um, yeah, like, that was used to be just kind of like a, a running, like, fun fact, like, a running uh, thing that I used to do is just try and compete with myself. Um, fun fact 22 is that when I turned 22, everyone listens to the Taylor Swift song, my friend sent me a clip of me singing that song, and I was completely blacked out, if I'm being completely honest. Um, but in that clip, I sang, I don't know the words, um, which is really funny because I guess my fun fact 22 is I'm a Swifty. Um, cancel me if you need to, but yeah, I love me some T-Swift. Her reputation era, era is amazing. I got really into her in her 1989 era as well. Um, so take that as you will. Fun fact 23 is I love to dance. And whenever I get bored, I'll just like kind of dance in my apartment. I swear, I think my life is kind of like a Disney movie, but like if like M. Night Shyamalan directed it, I feel like that I should frame that and put that on a wall that's quotable i'm gonna put that on a t-shirt 
love that. I love myself. This is an episode all about me. I'm allowed to be a little bit self-centered. And finally, fun fact number 24, debating if I wanted to be super juicy or just like kind of like, I don't know, flat. Let's think. Fun fact number 24 to round out 24 fun facts about me for my 24th birthday. Um, oh, I'll do this. I have an irrational fear of, like, dying in my shower. I don't know why. Specifically there, I love showers. Don't get me wrong. But, like, I just have this irrational fear of, like, that's, like, going to be, like, my place of death. So if I ever die in a shower, just know I was right. And that seems like a weird note to end off this episode. But I'm ending it because... It's my party and I couldn't cry if I want to and I can end my episode if I want to. So thank you so much for listening for yet another episode. I'm so happy that you're here and I will see you in the next episode next week. Bye. Hope you had a good time. If so, then please subscribe and leave a review. Cause this podcast is new. We drink, we eat, we laugh out loud. My name is Miles. That's all for now.